You're listening to Comedy Central. Please welcome Malcolm Jenkins. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me. First things first, congratulations, two times Super Bowl champion. Yes, sir. That is an amazing achievement to have as a human being. And you did it with two teams that were winning it for the first time. I was watching the game. Tom Brady was all most people could think about. You're on the defense, right? Yep. You're seeing Tom Brady. Is, is the myth as frightening as the man? Or are you just like, nah, <laughs> we got this? Nah, we, we, you got to get over the facade, you know, right. if you want to beat Tom Brady. A lot of people fall for the trick. But, uh, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of playing against Tom uh, a lot. And, you know, our thing the whole year was we didn't care who we lined up against. We were going to do, you know, whatever we do. We were right. going to show up, have fun, talk some trash. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and win games, you know, no matter who's on the field. Uh, and obviously, we got a lot of respect for him. He's, he's by far the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, but right. doesn't mean he can't get beat. Right. It would, I mean, doesn't mean he can't get beat. That's true. <laughs> when you, like, you, you, you win the Super Bowl, and then you're watching the fans celebrate in the streets by burning Philadelphia down. Yeah. Do, you, do you ever want to be like, do you guys know we won? Are you like, did you? No, so, I, I, and <laughs> this is uh, right after the game, I'm on the field, cameras on your face, and they're like, you know, what do you want to say to Eagles fans? I'm like, I'm just trying to get back to Philly because I know the city is literally on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time we got to the locker room, the pictures are rolling in. Right, like, right, right. Couches, cars, uh, but, you know. It's been a long time coming yeah. in, in Philly, so it's, you know, let us celebrate how we want to celebrate. I, I, you want to burn your house, burn your house, man. Yeah, burn your house. It's your business. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it, it has been a really momentous year for your team, uh, for yourself in particular, because what's been really interesting in following your story is not just what you've been doing on the field, but what you've been doing off the field as well. The name Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins has become associated with activism that, that has really been moving forward. You've been making progress in the game. You uh, protested uh, during the national anthem by raising a fist. And people were like, well, what is, is this different to taking a knee? What, what were you protesting about? Well, the, my biggest thing was, is the same, you know, topics as Colin Kaepernick and what he started about. We're talking about police brutality. We're talking about system, systematic oppression, oppression, like our criminal justice system, uh, the, the unequal education. Right. You know, all of these things that plague black and brown communities. Um, the reason I chose to raise my fist is because I saw what happened with Collins uh, protest. It immediately got turned into a protest against the anthem, against right. the military, because nobody really knew what that gesture meant. That's interesting. But when you look at, at history and you, you know, you see uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos, everybody understands what the fist means right. and, and what type of issues we're talking about. And so to just keep things on subject and not allow uh, my narrative to be, you know, misconstrued. Right. That's why I chose that that gesture over anything. And and you you went out and you did something, you know, which is which is interesting to see. So many NFL players have come together and said we're going to do beyond just talking. You said you were tired of hashtags. You were tired of just talking about it. So you set about creating the players coalition with your fellow NFL players, and you got a commit from a commitment from the NFL for a hundred million dollars to help grassroots movements in black and brown communities in underserved communities. That's, that's an amazing achievement. How did you figure out where you wanted the money to go and what you needed to do on the ground? Well, the biggest thing is we have been doing work, you know, long before this, the protest started mm -hmm. and, and, and even simultaneously. And so 
Once we got to this past year, summer of 2017, uh, we had an opportunity to sit down with league officials uh, and show them what we've been doing. This was our plan and this is what we're trying to get accomplished and invited them to come and see what it is that we've been making so much noise about. Right. And we had Roger Goodell come to Philly uh, along with Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie and we took them around, uh, first spoke with the police. We went to bail hearings and just watched how our criminal justice system works. We talked to public defenders went to uh, Germantown in, in Philadelphia and sat with a group of grassroots organizers and right. got to hear these stories, you know, face to face and got to show them this is what we've been we've been talking about. Um, and through those conversations and having other guys join and being organized, we were able to, you know, sit down at a table and really shock the league as far as our, our preparedness and commitment. Um, and they've kind of, you know, come to the table as well with committing dollars as well as a platform for us to, to really amplify our voices, not only with, with the money, because the money is cool, but money has never changed anything. Right. We, wanted, we really wanted their platform to be able to educate our fan base. We really wanted their legislative, uh, you know, help to be able to push, you know, on, on the people that, that actually have control um, over the changes that we want to see. And th this really was a 360 approach because I, I like that you didn't just talk to people who were uh, victims of criminal justice, a system that has oppressed them. You also spoke to police. You, you engaged with police and talked to them about how to get involved with the community on a, on a grassroots level. You, you were working with people who cannot afford to pay bail and haven't committed a crime but have been you know, held up in the system for a long time. When you look at the progress that you've made, there is still a long way to go, but what are some of the things you've looked at and gone, oh, wow, I can't believe that we've done this much, this, uh, you know, this far in the journey? Well, the, the biggest thing, the most proud thing for me, the thing I'm most proud about is being able to activate so many athletes. Right. Like, we've seen one-offs in the past where, you know, one guy is kind of standing on the mantle right, you know, right, by right. himself, but, you know, we, we've been engaging with over 60 current and former NFL players that are all, in some form or fashion, been engaged in these issues, and we're able to not only talk about it on a national standpoint, but from a local standpoint. And so we're able to focus on, you know, district attorney's races all over the country. You got Boston, Dallas, uh, San Diego, San Antonio, all have races this year. And so when we talk about changing our, our bail system, cash bail system, where 500,000 people on any given night are in jail, uh, not because they committed a crime, but because they're too poor to, to get out. Right. They can't buy their freedom. Changing that. And you talk about you know, mass incarceration, uh, juvenile sentencing. We're still treating kids like adults in, right. in a lot of states. And so... The fastest way to approach that is to, to pay attention to these district attorney's races. And now we have guys in all of these different markets who can speak to their fan base, who can mobilize their fan base and, and talk about these things, talk about the stories and the people that are impact. And a lot of times we see these as black and brown issues, which right. they are, but most of them um, affect everybody. They cost us tax dollars. One in every three people over the age of 18 in this country has some kind of criminal record, whether it be arrest record or wow. criminal record. And that's black or white. Right. It does not matter who you are. And so those things are costing us, you know, as a society. It's not making us any safer. It's not, it's not improving anything. So I think holistically, as we continue to teach and tell these stories, um, hopefully we can activate our fan base and, and really get some movement. Wow. It's amazing work that you're doing, man. Um, when you look at uh, the Super Bowl, there's one thing that comes with it uh, when you're a champion, and that is you are meant to get an invite to meet the president of the United States at the White House. <laughs> um, now, the Eagles have yet to receive the official invitation, right. uh, but you, you have said that you, you would not go to the White House to meet the president. Right. 
So the reason that I said, and, and um, for me, I've, I've won a Super Bowl before, so I, I kind of know what that is like. Right. Um, it's humble, a sub- humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You saw that. Coming something back. But uh, <laughs> it's a celebratory event. You know, you go, we're, we're in a big room, the president comes in, you shake his hand, we take a few pictures, they leave. Right. Um, I'm not interested in a photo op, personally. Um, but what I've always been open to and what we've been doing, we've taken multiple trips to the Hill uh, to speak you know, to people who, who want to help us with criminal justice reform and all of the different things that we've been fighting for. Right. That I'm interested in. So, so if the president said, come to the White House, Malcolm Jenkins, and then we can have a discussion on criminal justice reform, et cetera, would you go? If it was serious in nature, then... Yeah, I, he, he I, would yeah. even have a piece of paper and he would <laughs> say, Malcolm Jenkins, I hear you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. For more information about the work Malcolm has, check out the MalcolmJenkinsFoundation.org. Malcolm Jenkins, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.